I did not expect to get a call from someone today who was involved in a bank robbery. Not only one. Two. <laughs> two. And uh, so that was our, I want to talk to somebody who today, and would want to talk to somebody who busted someone cheating through text. Plus, Mike Bryan helped us out with a nude sunbather, even though it's really cold out. Yep. And we found out that my wife is rude. According to half the people. Okay, yeah, I don't know. You'll hear what Woods' problem is, and you'll be like, yeah, that dude is petty. And I also <laughs> want to give a huge shout-out to Christine. Her and her husband moved to Arkansas. They listen to the podcast every single day. Oh, dang. Thank you. That. Appreciate it. We're, hey, we're going nationwide, Wood. Nation. Kelly and Woods. We want to talk to somebody who. This morning, I asked if anybody out there had ever been involved in a bank robbery of any sort. And would you want to talk to somebody who busted someone cheating through text? Yeah, you know, because that seems like a kind of a easy way to get caught up. Yeah, it does. Well, 320-656-9453. If either one of those have happened to you, we got someone sitting on hold who was involved in a bank robbery. I can't believe this. I, I thought we were going to get a lot of mine today. So did I. I am shocked. All right, and I believe her name is Leah. So you were involved in a bank robbery? I was, but it, I promise it's not what you think. Okay. I was say, there wasn't a collect call, so I don't think you're on the inside doing hard time. How much did you walk away with? <laughs> I wish I did. Um, no, I was I was there when someone came in. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah so, it was crazy. So how did it go down? Like, How did they let everyone know this is a stick-up? Um, so I was waiting in line. It was really busy that day, so I was really annoyed. And then all of a sudden, someone, like, burst in the door, and I got really startled, and everyone, like, turned around to see what was happening. Um, and then they yelled at us to get down on the ground, and I was even more annoyed because I'm like, this is now going to take even longer. So then we're just, like, lying on the floor for, it wasn't even that long. It was probably, like, three minutes, and they were just in and out. And the, um, the people, the tellers, hit the like button under the the counter mm-hmm. um which i thought that was in movies but that's a real thing and then the police were there and he got arrested and then and then i still had to wait in line a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't just shut down the bank after that no they like continued because it was just i don't know fine it was no one got hurt thankfully just, just another day in the world of high finance, I guess. Golly. I guess. So. Now, were you not were you not scared at all? Oh, I mean, it was terrifying. Okay. Um, I, yeah, it was absolutely scary. But thankfully, nothing happened. So I do feel like I'm I'm able to to joke about it. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it could have gone way worse. And I'm so grateful for the tellers who were so calm and handled it really well. And, yeah, I, I never want to experience that again. Did you have to, like, testify in court or anything like that or no? Um, no, because it was so obvious that he was guilty. They they never had to do that. I mean, he just went to jail. Oh, okay. Well, I'll probably pled out or something. Well, yeah, if they arrested him on sight. Tough to shake yeah. on me. <laughs> open and shut case on that one there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, so do you still go into banks, or are you like, ah, to hell with this, I'm hitting the drive through every time? You know what? That's funny you ask. I love mobile deposits and, like, mobile banking for this reason now. <laughs> well, I don't blame you. <laughs> right? <laughs> no one's going to hold it. Well, I don't know. Maybe somebody would say no one's going to hold a gun to you, just mobile deposit. Can I ask, and, like, I don't want to know, like, the exact location, right? Because I'm not trying to put anyone's business. Was, like, the bank in, like, a bad area or anything like that? No, that's what that's what was weird. It was like it was Pennsylvania, so it was like it was a different state. Okay. So I don't know. It was just like rural, nice little neighborhood. No, it wasn't like seedy or shady or anything. It was just a regular old bank. But see, that's that's the bank you hit. You hit the one in the nice neighborhood where no one sees it coming. In obviously the, ba- the ba- obviously the cops did. <laughs> but I'm saying in the bad neighborhood, they got bars on the windows. You know, wow. they're ready for you in the bad neighborhood. In the good neighborhood, they never see it coming. Plus, they probably got more money, right? Yeah, sounds like a solid plan. <laughs> I, I should mention at this point in time, latent broadcasting does not condone <laughs> bank robberies. Right? Just, no, no, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying if you have to commit one. If you ever find yourself in a position, go to the nice neighborhood. Well, I'm surprised. I didn't think anybody was going to call in because that's such a like a uh, specific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Just goes to show you. Well, that's awesome. We appreciate your story this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for letting me tell it. <laughs>
<laughs> all right. I was not expecting that at all. So we want to talk to somebody who, I wanted to talk to someone who was in a bank robbery. We just had that. Mm-hmm. You want to talk to someone who got busted cheating through text. It's all on, it's all on the Ooh. way next. Waking up. Waking up. It's Kelly and Wood. Every morning. Kelly and Wood in the morning. All right, we want to talk to somebody who? Someone who was either involved in a bank robbery or someone who busted someone cheating through text. Mm -hmm. We got a lot of texts coming in about people who busted people cheating through text. Yes. And we also have someone sitting on hold here that we'll talk to in a second. She says she busted her boyfriend doing it. How about this one? Uh, my friend, and again, I'm keeping locations and names and all Yeah, we probably stuff, should. Right? Says, look, I have a old co-worker who was robbed twice at a bank. Holy cow. And Jeez. I've worked there many times. I actually remember my cousin. His wife was a bank teller for a little bit, and she got robbed. Oh, that's scary. She quit that day. I had a I had a friend in Austin who worked for a bank, and same thing. They got robbed like twice. They said, that's terrifying, dude. I can imagine. Especially if the cops show up and that, that thief feels cornered. You don't know what the heck they would do. Yeah, that's when you kind of maybe watch one too many movies. Hey, look at this. I had a friend in high school who was cheating on her boyfriend, and I told her she had 24 hours to come clean her. I'd tell him she didn't, so I did. Ruin that friendship, but that's not something or someone I want to be a part of. Good for you. How about this text? Again, keeping all names out of it. I found out six months after having my child, when I was in labor, my ex was asking and getting nudes from a girl he used to be involved what with. What the hell? During labor? Oh, that is awful, man. That, that is, honestly, God, that is an all-time scumbag move. That breaks my heart. Oh, man. Unbelievable. Well, all right. Well, we got someone sitting on hold says that they busted. We also got someone who says they were in a bank robbery. And ended up getting some money. All right, we got we got to get to these calls first. We'll do the busted cheating through text. What's up? Uh, I busted my ex over text. You okay. did? Okay. How did that go down? So this was six years ago. I was like a sophomore in college, and um, he was a marine. He was um, I can't remember if he was in Missouri at that point or if he was already in North Carolina. Okay. Um. But, so, there was, like, a few weeks where he just was, like, not responding to my text anymore, didn't want to call me, didn't want to FaceTime me anymore. Um, and I got that hey girl message on Instagram. And this girl, like, basically sent me, like, all the screenshots, like, proof that, like, they've been FaceTiming, like, every morning, every night, talking constantly. Oh. And... <laughs> And so I, uh, yeah, I busted him. I was like, we are, we're done. This is not okay. Yeah. And then we ended up, we ended up back together again after that. Oh gosh. But. Are you still with him? Absolutely not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, and you guys are married now. I knew. (laughs) No, I'm married to somebody else now. (laughs) All right. And he never cheated on you. No, never. Oh, yeah, right. now we don't be putting that out there, <laughs> poor guy. I don't know. Check his text. That's all I'm Catching saying. Catching a stray. <laughs> uh, his texts are full, but they're full of uh, looking for him to track deer. Uh, <laughs> good for him. That's awesome. Thank you so much for calling in this morning. Yeah, thank you. Well, I mean, not the part that she got cheated on. That wasn't all. Yeah. All right, so we got to get into commercials here, but we have someone sitting on hold says that they were a part of a bank robbery, and they were on the receiving end of some cash because of it. We got to make sure this is okay with legal. I know. I don't even know. if I mean, that's a that's a f- c- criminal sitting on the... I, Got to hear both sides, right? That's right. I'm not sure if this dude's even legal to tell this story on the air right now. I'm good with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We were asking earlier for someone who had been involved in a bank robbery... We got a call from a woman who said she was in there when it happened. This guy said he was on the receiving end of some of the cashish. Possibly. All right. How? What happened? I was uh, uh, taking care of a job. I do lawn maintenance. Okay. And uh, I uh, rolled up on my job, and I was going at a daycare, and I went in the back area of the play area, and I saw a bank uh, bag. And I picked it up, and it was full of money. What the? And I went, ooh, okay. So I said, holy crap. And I looked around, didn't see nobody, and I went, okay. So I put the money, and I got on my lawnmower, and I ran back to the front of the daycare. And I, as I was riding my lawnmower, about probably 10 cop cars came flying in and 
and they and I, and I was like, oh. I was like, yeah, they went that way. <laughs> <laughs> I said, they, I said, I know they were back there because they knocked the fence, the gate off the fence, you know, so I know they were back there. And they said, okay. And they all took off and went back there, and I took the money and hit it on my truck. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you end up keeping it all? I did. <laughs> How much was it? Uh, about five grand. No way! Dude, yeah, you committed grand theft. Oh no, he didn't. <laughs> he committed grand speeding. That's fucking your sleepers, losers, sleepers. I, I don't even yeah. like. I don't even like being adjacent to this crime. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. All right, it's time for minute to win it. Wood has a topic for us. We got to come up with things in that topic. The last one of us to get theirs out before the buzzer goes off after one minute wins. And of course, we are joined by Brian Riley for this game. Hello. What do you got, Wood? It's time to kick it off, boys. What's that, brother? The Christmas season. Okay. I want things to do with Christmas. Anything? Quite vague today. That's a broad brush you got there, brother. Well, there's a lot of things that we can have. Who can sneak it in at the last second? All right. Brian Riley, are you ready for this one? Uh, I hope so. Do you celebrate Christmas? Oh, yeah. Everything's set up at my house. Okay, awesome. Yeah, we did ours, too. Really? I love it. Oh, yeah. We were actually late. Normally, we do it like the day after Halloween. Yeah, we were we were up and running. I put that when when we had that warm spell. I put up all my Christmas lights then. Smart. And then Smart, man. we just did everything else yesterday. Yeah. Okay. I, I love it. All mine's packed up. We, right. We're not packed yeah. up. Whatever. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Grinch. Hello. Here we go. What was all it right. Festivus and Stein in Seinfeld. You just need a pole. A pole. Just a yeah. pole. That's all you need. Oh, I got a pole. All yeah. right. Minute to win it. One sixty seconds. And last one to get this out before the buzzer goes off wins. Are you ready? Can you clean it up, please? Come on. Here we go, starting now. Santa. Come on. A tree. Elf on a shelf. Ooh, elf. That's good. Gifts. Uh, Elves, period. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Christmas trees. Okay. Did I just say trees? I did. Oh, did you? I did. All three of us said that. How about myrrh? Frankincense oh, and myrrh. Snap. How about Christmas music? Christmas okay. movies. Mm-hmm. Christmas cookies. Ooh, oh, heck good. yeah. How about uh, nativity scenes? Ooh, what about what we were just talking about? Lights. There you go. No one said lights. How about those inflatables in the front yard? We just bought one. Christmas sweaters. Oh, yeah. Wrapping gifts. How about Christmas get-togethers? They travel I had on mine. Ooh, there. Tom and Jerry drinks. You know what those are? No. no. They're a very Midwestern thing. How about eggnog? Yeah, that's eggnog. disgusting. Snow? Uh, I guess you could say snow. Chestnuts I, on an open fire? Did somebody say reindeer yet? No. no. Dang it, I should have saved that one to the end. <laughs> I got one. I got one in the bag. Tinsel. Rudolph. Frosty. Mm. Yes. That was clear. That was, yes. that was a clear win. Frosty? Frosty. Frosty the snowman. I mean, you just said Frosty, not Frosty the Snowman. Okay, get out of here with this. <laughs> get out of here, Mr. Throw like everything under the bus at the same time. I, I think Brian got that one. Because right. the Frosty movie only comes on at Christmas time. Yeah. And, and no but you're not talking about the Wendy delicious snack. <laughs> don't <laughs> they do a peppermint? They have to do a peppermint Frosty. I don't think so. I don't know. You know I look that I up now. Sounds Wendy's disgusting. keeps it pretty locked in. Yeah. You know. I think well, they only do chocolate and vanilla. Well, I'm giving this one to Brian Riley I'm today. Right. I, I think In the Frosty, spirit of giving. Yes, I think Frosty was a solid answer. By the way, try the winter classic peppermint Frosty at Wendy's. First one that know. came up. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't at I all. didn't say it was good. I'm just saying Frosty's. I'll tell is, you this. Isn't the green one that they do at McDonald's, isn't that one minty? And that one's good. The Shamrock, Shamrock Shake. Shake. Shamrock Shake. Those are good. Now, I will say this. Yes. When I once saw my wife dip her French fries into her Frosty. Oh, yeah. I, I tried calling the FBI on her, and then I had it. It's delicious. It's yes. a game tip. It's I'm, the greatest thing in the world. My mm. mom does that. I still haven't gotten on board. Have you seen the My ice, daughter does it too. Have you seen the ice cream they sell potato chips in the ice cream? It's like Gross. chocolate ice cream with potato chips. That's no, disgusting. That, that's got to go. That's, that's the same thing. <laughs> not really. It'd be all soggy and not hot. No, they yeah. figure out a way to make the crunch there. Ugh, that sounds disgusting, too. Yeah, that's actually great. You know what? I take your win back. I take it back. <laughs> it's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news. With Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. So the Auburn Food Bank needed a pretty significant infusion of cash. So the thing is, is that they they help. They said about 170 families a day. And in the past year, they've gone from helping 80 families a day to about 170. Mm. And they say that they get a lot of donations. This is in Auburn, Washington, by the way. They get a lot of donations, but because their old space was so small, 
they they had to turn a lot of them away, so they were having a hard time helping these families. So you can see where they're kind of caught up. Well, so they found a new building. They paid one point five million to renovate it to get it ready. Jeez. But they because of inflation and everything else, by the time they it was time for them to move into the building, it was going to cost them another eight hundred grand oh. with, with the cost of moving and everything else. Well, that is when Debbie Christensen, De- Debbie Christian, who has been working as a director of the food bank six, since two thousand six, got a phone call. I had a phone call from a young woman, and she had a bunch of questions to ask about what we were doing and where we were going, and why did I need eight hundred thousand dollars? Well, it turns out that that phone call was a representative of a businessman who had heard about the Auburn Food Bank's troubles. So he calls back a few minutes later and says, yeah, I'm going to give you the, how much do you need? 800 grand. I'm going to give you guys $800,000. Golly. So, and he wanted to remain anonymous. He said, I don't want my name out there or anything like that. I just want to help the food bank so you guys can go on helping 170 families a day. A day. Right. And so Debbie said, this is amazing. I can now pay off the contractors. We can finish the work that we need to get done, pay for everything to be moved over there. And in January 2024, we can help probably around 200 families a day from the food bank. And I I keep going back to that number, 170 families. Right. It's not 170 people. That's 170 families. Even if like each one of those families has two kids. Yeah. That's over 300 kids a day. That you're feeding. Well, and think that's a day too. That is right. the crazy part of it. Oh man! But it's just neat that this dude said, "Yep, yeah, eight hundred grand. You got it. Take care of whatever you need." And then just rides off with no yeah. one knowing who he is, like Batman in the night. That's the way you do it, man. There's there's good people out there. There's phenomenal people out there. I mean, this dude. I mean, I just I can't imagine having eight hundred grand to just donate. You know. And shout out to the the young lady there who was willing to get on the phone and answer all these questions. I, I would have been like two questions. What do you want? Yeah. You know, right. I'm busy here. I'm, I'm 800 grand in the hole here. What do you want? Right. You're wasting and, everybody's time. And you have to sit there and jump through the hoops of the questions and everything. And then, okay, hold on. By the way, uh, we'll put you on with Mr. Pennypacker. Right. Boom. 800 grand. I love this story, though. That man. is great. It's a, it's a good one going into the holiday season. That's for sure. I mean, you could have left it at, hey, this place helps 175 families a day, and that's great. Right. That's a happy hour story in and of itself. Without a wealthy benefactor to be seen. Unbelievable, man. And we'll keep doing these stories every single day, man. We will be that beacon of light in the darkness. And it's all thanks to Audio Video Extremes. That was your happy hour. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. So so the guy who invented the Nerf football that came out, I didn't know it came out all the way back in 1972, but his name was Fred Cox. Hmm. He was a kicker for the Minnesota Vikings and lived in Monticello, Minnesota. No way. And he invented the Nerf football. Did anybody know this? Brian, uh, no. I did. I actually did. I saw okay. it at a Vikings game once. Oh, okay. It's like one of their fun facts that they put oh, up on the big screen. On the big screen. I remember okay. seeing that going, no way. And then I was pumped. So that's pretty neat, though, right? He actually just passed away last fall, and that's why this story must have popped up on my news feed at some point. But he did it because he wanted a way for kids to be able to practice their kicking without injuring themselves, huh. as, you know, being a kicker himself. And so he invented the Nerf football. He took the idea to a few places, and Nerf was like, absolutely, we'll just take a mold of a normal football, inject the Nerf into it, and boom, you're done. Now, here's a little something maybe you didn't know. Do you know when the first Nerf ball came out? No clue. No. And that's all the first Nerf was. It was just like the size of like a softball, but it was just Nerf. It came out in 1969. So Nerf was before the football, and they just married it together. Right. Okay. Because I remember like having a Nerf basketball hoop in my my, uh, bedroom and, you know, things like that. So... Like, it's been around my entire... And now, of course, the Nerf guns are... I was about to say, once they crawled into the firearm world... That was a bl- that's a blast right there with your kids. I'm almost 95% sure you've done this already. I don't know. This is new to me. Well, really? Are you sure? I swear I can remember sitting right here, and it was during... It might have been during Vikings trivia, and we brought it up. It very well could be. It felt like a new fact to me when I read it. <laughs> and that's what's really important, dude. Right. It's very, dude, we've been doing this for five years. Once in a while, one's going to come back through the hopper. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's a hot banger like this. Right. I, I'm just, I mean, it's a fun fact. You go bring it back all the time. No, I, like I, pre- I appreciate you taking me down a peg. I needed it today. I will say this. On though. a Monday. You're welcome. <laughs> With Christmas coming, yeah. there is no better present as a uncle, dad, grandfather whatever that when you get a a couple nerf guns and you go to battle with the kids yeah and you know they're loose with the ammo 
And once they run out, then it's a target-rich environment. Right. They can run, but they can't hide. <laughs> All right. And you just start sniping people left and right. <laughs> that is good times. That is a blast, my friend. Well, I apologize if I did do this one already. I didn't know, but I really thought that that was cool. And I... I <laughs> Maybe I did know already, but it still feels like new information to me that the creator of the Nerf football is from Monticello, Minnesota. I like it. Uh, Cole did message in. He says, yeah, absolutely. Kelly's done this one before. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Hey, buddy, it was new to me, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wood didn't catch it. That just shows how much you guys pay attention to each other throughout the day. <laughs> A lot. All right. Well... Sorry. And considering how we started this show off, the fact that I have your back right now is astounding. It is amazing. Because I asked Wood how his uh, teams did over Let's the Let's not go Stop. back. <laughs> Stop. Let's not go back. <laughs> All right. Well, I, you know what? Tomorrow I might have a new one for you. Um, I don't know. It may be new to me. But either way, I'll find it interesting <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Yup, Wood's now going to give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score, and then we're going to put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flag. We're headed to Florida. Ohio, my friend. O-H-I-O. Trash. That's where we have ourselves a lady named Paula Johansson. Now, we're talking it's 2.30 in the morning. And she is cooking down the interstate and all and officer sees a car go by. But the problem is that car is doing a little swerving. Going from line to line. And that's when the sheriff decided, you know what? We've got to pull her over and hit the lights. Well, the 42-year-old Johansson pulled over to the side of the road, and when the officer said, hey, look, I kind of saw you swerving all over the road, he noticed that Johansson was driving and eating a bowl of cereal at the same time. (laughs) That's when she said, yeah, sorry about that. I've just kind of been eating my cereal here, and I didn't mean to go over the lines. Well, the officer said, okay, well, I'm going to run your stuff because eating cereal isn't a good reason to be driving erratically. (laughs) When the officer began walking back to his car, (laughs) Johansson hit the gas and sped off. (laughs) That prompted a high-speed chase going over 100 miles an hour. Officers deployed the stop sticks. But that didn't stop her. She blasted right over those and continued to drive as the tires came off the wheels, and the rims began destroying the front end of the car to the point the vehicle lost the transmission out of the bottom. (laughs) I didn't even know that that could happen. And the car came resting to a stop, but Johansson wasn't done. She gumped out of the car and began to run. She was a better driver than runner. She was quickly tackled and arrested by the way you're probably wondering well why did she drive off well that's because she was out on probation on a felony heroin possession charge Oh, okay i ratcheted it up quickly and was also driving on a suspended license and ordered that if she violated the probation at all she was headed back to jail for five years as you can imagine She's not looking good. <laughs> no, she's going back to jail for five years. I'd imagine so. All right, let's give this one a score, shall we, Wood? Come on. Uh, swerving erratically driving down the road, that's just trashy. Mm-hmm. You got to keep her between the lines. That's 175 points. Doing it because you're having a... Whoops, I'm putting this in Microsoft Word, not the calculator. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm going to have to add that by hand. Okay, mm-hmm. 175 points. And then we're going to do... Uh, because you were eating cereal behind the wheel can't do it it's like trying to eat a salad behind the wheel you just don't do it seems a little trash it's got to be hand food so i'm gonna give that another 150 points right there mm-hmm. uh i'm trying to think of what else happened that what was if just... you're eating it and you come to a stoplight cereal are you okay eating it at stoplights you could probably eat it without milk mm-hmm. the milk is what is the is the factor that it's sloshing around yeah, it's a variable that's not good or maybe just a kiss of milk on it but not a full bowl of yeah. milk all right, so I'm going to give that another 150 points. Uh, she took off running from the police. That's trashy. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give that another 175 points. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? She she took off because she was uh, had a felony warrant out for her. Okay. That's trashy, Wood. Seems it. Because it was because of heroin. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to score that for 200 points. Heroin is a very trashy drug. I think so. So I'll give that 200. She was arrested. What else am I missing here? How about the fact that when the cops have to break out stop sticks for you, that seems trashy. 
a strategy. Yeah, like, like your doctor's not getting, you know, oh yeah, I went on a rampage <laughs> and got nailed with the stopsticks. <laughs> I'll give that 175 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, or 125 points. All right, I think this is a good score here, Wood. Okay. And it's not 975, <laughs> oddly enough. Today, our woman eating cereal behind the wheel earns herself a respectable... 900 points. Trashy. Kelly and Wood. I've seen too much. That's what we have up today in Better Call Brian as we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant. Now, to be fair, the weather is probably going to take care of this problem, at least for this person in the near future. But uh, this question came in to the Kelly and Wood Facebook page. It says, I have a neighbor that when the weather was better, enjoyed laying out on his deck nude. Lady. Now, he has a fence, but obviously the deck sits above the fence, and if the angle is right, you can see literally everything. The angle of the dangle. I asked him if he knew. He said that, yeah, he doesn't care. He wants to get an all-over tan, and people shouldn't be looking into his backyard. I've asked a police officer about it. He said without any sort of proof, there wasn't anything they could really do about it. I'm wondering, would I be able to sue them? Hmm. Um, well, I mean, the, the proof is probably pretty easy. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, you don't want that picture on your phone. Yeah, though. I know. Yeah, and the video or whatever. Birthmark um, here. You know, I, 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 I mean, he's on his own property. Um, there's some issues concerning public nuisance that on your own property, if you create a public nuisance, I mean, I, I, my initial concern would be if there's some issue with kids or if there's some other issue other than just this guy, you know, being goofy by himself next door. I mean, if it's just being goofy next door and you don't need to hang around or, you know, it doesn't prevent you from doing anything, I don't know, let mm-hmm. him do what he's going to do. And it's probably one of those things that probably happens more than the person even knows. <laughs> um, but, I mean, if they want to get proof and they want to get the cops involved, then they can get proof and give it to the cops and let the cops deal with it, I guess. Um, but for the most part, he's on his own property. And as long as he's not like endangering kids or causing an additional problem, I'd probably just let it go and not worry about it. Yeah. I mean, if you have a fence around your yard, I guess you could just go naked in your backyard whenever you wanted. Subterranean, yeah. I just don't know how people have the courage to do something like that. It's quite freeing. (laughs) I just like... It, but like I said, it would depend if you have kids or there's other issues yeah. that are involved that, that would complicate the matters. But if it's just simply them doing what they do in their house or in their property, I'd just let it go and not worry about it and move on to what bitter, bigger things in life. And pray for an early winter, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, the nudist people have it tough. Huh? You know, Please explain. Well, I mean, if that's your happy spot. Well, then move somewhere else. Yeah, move out to the country or something. Go live live where you can be nude all the time. Or, you know, get get tougher. We've had a lot of people that have texted in that live out in the country. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I'll go outside naked all the time. But you're living outside. Then I worry about ticks and things like that. Oh, yeah. You know. Way out there, but if he, I mean, if, if you don't have any neighbors, why not? Like, who are you, who are you dressing up for? Then? He keeps making this personal. The way he keeps saying things like <laughs> I worry about and, oh, and this message came free, in from my neighbor. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'll tell you this: my there's only one person I've seen naked more than my own wife, and it's Matt Wood. Mm-hmm. The man no. loves to be naked. He's well, welcome. Then. And good luck suing me. All right, <laughs> Mike knows us both. <laughs> All right. Well, did we get to the bottom of this one? I think so. So you're pretty much just saying, no, you can't sue them because they're kind of doing their own thing. Just don't look. If they're creating a nuisance, there's probably something that can be done. But the question is, what's the basis of the nuisance other than it just bothers me? You Mm -hmm. know, it'd have to be kids or other issues that are involved that would play a role in it. Yeah. And in the neighborhood, there's got to be kids around somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Poor kids. All right. Well, we'll do this again next week when we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant and Better Call Bryant. Kelly and Wood. All right. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. Wood is going to tell us why he thinks his wife is rude. All right. Now, this is just a situation that I would like to lay out, and I'd like to know how you and anyone else would have handled it. All right. Let's go. We're driving around Nashville. Mm-hmm. Looking for places to live, that's fine. I have my father in the front seat and my wife in the back seat. Yes. My father has lunch plans with a buddy of his, says, hey, I need you to drop me off here. Now, the good news is this place was really close to our hotel. It's like an eight-minute drive from the hotel. Cool. Not an issue. Mm-hmm. Pull up, pops. There you go. Have fun. Love you. Whatever. Turn to my wife. Who's in the back seat? Right. Hey, pop up here. No. I'm good. Just we're, we're eight minutes away. 
Okay. My wife. Common sense. That, no, don't you dare. She's in the back seat. She says, no, and it, the back seats are big. I'm fine back here. I don't want to get out and move up to the front seat to go a couple blocks. I'm fine. That to, that to me, I, I I'm not uh, your I'm not your Uber driver. Get up here, uh, uh, get up here, <laughs> dude. This, no one else would even spend two seconds worried about this. Are you kidding me? Just put the car and drive and get home. So you would drive your wife around as yes. if you were a chauffeur. Why do I care? If she's comfortable in the back seat, why make her get out and come sit next to me? What is the win there? Because that we're on equal ground, right? First of all, shotgun is a privilege, all right? Right, so she was taking a back... She's literally taking a back seat to you. To no one. It's disrespectful to stay in the back seat when I have an open seat up front. No, it's not. This is not driving Miss Daisy. What What if you... Okay, if you pick up an Uber... Say you're driving Uber. Right. Wait, or say you're getting picked up, but you don't get in the front seat. Exactly, because they're working for me. I am paying them. Okay. Oh, trust me, your wife pays the price oh. on a daily basis being married to you. I, I couldn't believe it. I was go- I even told her, I was like, I'm not putting this car in drive till you get up here. I am not driving you around in the back seat as if you are a, she's already a passenger princess. Right. I, th- this, is a, this is a bridge too far. Uh, Jennifer says, I'm with Wood. Thank you. Up, man or woman, get in the front seat. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Just put the car and drive and let's go. Caitlin, My God, what a waste of time. Caitlin texts in, Wood, you've lost your mind. There's no, I find it, I, I honestly, if I were in the back seat and someone was driving me and it wasn't an Uber or a Lyft situation, I would be uncomfortable the entire ride. Sometimes I like to sit in the back seat. Sometimes I'll let my kids, one of my kids sit in the front seat and I'll sit in the back and my wife is driving. Are you out of your mind? No, I like it. It's, di- it's a different perspective on the world. First of all, I can't believe you let anyone else drive. Second of all... I don't want to drive my wife's new car. If something happens to it, I, I, I don't want to be responsible for it. So you ride B in the back seats sometimes and I, when you're a child? Sometimes I like to pretend I'm famous and I'm being driven around. So I crack the window just a little bit so people can see just my eye. <laughs> I never quite got to the level of fame I wanted to, so I just got to pretend. I'm like, oh, look at that dad letting his kid <laughs> ride in the front seat. I am gobsmacked that there's some people that, Randy, it's not a big deal. It isn't, dude. No one else would even consider that. Jenna, maybe she was warm back there and it was super comfy. Her seat was already warm. But my the front seat was already warm. My dad just got out. Right. That that's I'm, I'm throwing that, that one out of there. But Jason, let her stay back there. It's much quieter in the front seat then. <laughs> Again, sometimes I like if my wife rides in the back, then I got the then I got a little peace and quiet. Because now the conversation's messed up. Like if we were to talk, then I've got to turn. Did, I've got to turn. Like what? Maybe she doesn't want to talk to you. She's heard all your stories. Eyes off the road. That, she, that's dangerous. She doesn't want to hear about the Buckeyes anymore and the Browns. She's tired of it, man. Oh, I was deep into it. <laughs> she wants her own space. This is what has your dander up from Craig. You need bigger problems, Wood. No, I don't. Wood, that's an outrageous affront and a disrespectful rider. What Chris says, I'm 100% behind you. Thank that would you. drive me nuts. I, I just wouldn't even, I wouldn't even spend two seconds thinking about it. Because here's the deal. Honestly, as shotgun, you have responsibilities in the car. Maybe First you didn't want the responsibilities. Your number one job, look for cops. All right, that's you ocular pat down at all times. You have to be a, another set of eyes. Second of all, what if I need my my sunglasses cleaned off? I can't be doing that and drive. Yes, you can. <gasps> Wait till you get to a red light. I, I honestly, I don't do it well. I'll be a hundred percent honest with it. My wife is very good at cleaning off. I can't hand them into the back seat. To me, if you that is you are a writer's because what do you know what the term shotgun is actually from? I, I'm guessing at some point they held a shotgun. Exactly. Back in the covered wagon days, you rode shotgun with a gun, and you would pick off people that would attack you. Okay. Were you worried about getting attacked? I maybe. How bad was this neighborhood your dad was eating in? <laughs> maybe you should have taken him to. That's your real concern. Get your dad to a nicer restaurant. I, no, he was on his own. <laughs> Just roll him. Make sure you leave the cash. What on a scale of one to ten? This doesn't even get on the scale of things you should be concerned about. I am. Sh- well, I'm surprised that there are so many people. Like, I think this is taking it to the next level. Who cares? Sometimes I let my granddaughter sit in the front while my husband drives. Oh, isn't that fun? But that's a grandkid. That's different. I know, but with, with my own kids, I'm like, hey, why don't you sit up front, you know? Get the honor of sitting up front. I'll sit in the back. Wow. <laughs> because I don't I don't look at life like you do. You think everyone needs to bow down to you. I'm just My like, kids do. 
I mean, I'm paying all the bills. I'm doing everything. Yeah, this got to give me shotguns. Okay, I didn't mean everyone. I, didn't, yeah. I that, that was an unfair statement. But I'm saying, I'm just like, hey, you know what? You've earned it. You've earned a front seat trip this time. Jake, he points out the, the, the length of the trip. If it's a couple blocks, I don't care. But if it's across town, get your blank up front. <laughs> it was well, a 10-minute ride. I thought 10 minutes, that's far enough you need to come up here and sit with your man. I'd say it's 50-50, though. Split, you're not completely wrong. But you certainly ain't right. Oh, I'm right, sister. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track. It's our first break of the morning. Uh, we start out giving Wood just a little bit of little bit of heat over his football weekend. Why? 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 <laughs> and then I started asking, is Timo legit or not? And oh, the gosh. the results are. We're definitely on a Chinese watch list for that one. Now. Good, I've been on it. <laughs> and I'm sure we talked about more. I just don't remember what it was, but it'll all be right now in our bonus track. Kelly and Wood. Just like that, the week. Gets underway. Oh my! Did you watch any sports this weekend? Uh, why? <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> I, mean, I almost threw a lacrosse ball. At you. I for some reason have a lacrosse ball in studio. It's a very simple question. Did you watch any sports over the weekend? This thing had it. Oh, oh, oh! Why you test me like that? I didn't. I didn't even watch the game the game in question mm-hmm. but our boss did send me a screenshot of the final score good cheating I, son of a bitch and i thought you know what i i'm not gonna because i don't care right so it doesn't do me any good to to rub it in oh i care <laughs> i know you do i care a lot i know you care a lot mm-hmm. that's why i was like i'm not gonna mess around i know that it's very important to you there's people messaging me during the game on facebook yeah it's not funny right it's not funny it's not funny but you know, when I when I saw that your team had not won the Michigan Ohio game, mm-hmm. I thought this. First of all, Ohio State. I, Ohio, I swear, God, you're about to catch a lacrosse uh, ball uh, again. Whatever. I I, don't, I couldn't care less. But I'm just saying. You could uh, care less. I mean, yes. No, I couldn't care. Yes. No, wait. No, I couldn't <laughs> care less. I care so little. I could not care less. Nailed it. When people say I could care less, it doesn't make any sense. That mm-hmm. means you care a lot. People misuse that phrase all the time. I could care less. Okay, so that means you care a lot, then you could care less. Exactly. I couldn't care any less about your team. You nailed it. Yes. Everybody else has it wrong. I have it right. <sighs> Did the Browns win, though? Yeah, what, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Yeah, I, I, hey, I, I how's your dad? How's your dad? <laughs> he passed away seven years ago. <laughs> how's it feel? From lung cancer. <laughs> No, the Browns didn't win. Okay, well, that one that one didn't hurt nearly as much because you're used to that one. Well, I, wow, <laughs> I I rely I'm just on you. Walking through studio, just catching strays. I rely on you for my sports updates, and I, I need to know how how everyone did over the weekend. I walked in this morning, and boom, knife right in the back. That's not true. No, that's right. You stabbed me right in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, are you ready, sir? To get I, this to get this day underway, I, I was, I, I was for a hot minute. Yes, come on. All right, you know what? Lock it up. I got to put that aside. The show, show above all. Show above all. We haven't said that in a while. Show above all. What? We'll be here waiting, just like a man when you're dating. Like that's, that's that was once for the ladies. Oh, okay. All right. That was only for the ladies. Maybe that's why I didn't get it then. Probably mm-hmm. it's over your head. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, man. Uh, back from the Thanksgiving holiday, man. I hope yours was fantastic. It was. It was. It was nice. It was relaxing. Uh, spent a lot of time with great people. How about yourself? Are you, you were doing a different this year. Uh, yeah, it was just me, my wife, and kids. That was it. Very low key. <laughs> Very, no, it was cool. It was yeah? uh, one of my favorite Thanksgivings ever, actually. There was wow. well, there was no pressure. There was just like I didn't have to worry if you know, I just didn't have to worry constantly. Like, is the food proper? <laughs> you know, is everybody okay? I, I was just it was just me, my wife, and my kids. Mm. It was it was actually very enjoyable. And then we were like, well, okay. So we then we went over to my mom's. My mom gets really confused when she's not at her own home. So we just brought food over to her. Okay, hung out with her for a couple of hours. And then my wife was like, hey, we should go see the Eras Tour movie. And I was like, oh, man. The Taylor Swift movie? They, have yeah. they already seen it? They are, my, her, my wife and daughter already did. Okay. And I was like, dang. So, I, you know, I had had a few drinks while I was making the turkey. Oh, here we know. go. And, but then I shut her down because I was like, well, you know, we got to go to my mom's house and everything else. So I was really tired by that time. I got to tell you something. One, a couple of things about Taylor Swift. Of course, I'm a fan, mm-hmm. right? She has a lot of hits. But by after the second hour, I was like, Enough already. Let's get to the end here, huh? That movie is two hours and 45 minutes long. 
Now, if you're a gigantic, if you're a gigantic fan, that's probably awesome for you. Probably too short. Right, but for me, I was like, oh my god, because you know, like the the Eras tour goes through like all her different albums, like, and so I was the ho- Eras, if you will. Right, and so when I was hoping that we were getting near the end, and then like 1989 flashed up on the screen, I was like, come on already. Get she went to, back to the beginning? Well, she did like five albums, because I guess she didn't tour for like five albums that she had put out. She didn't even tour? I don't know. Dude, wow. I don't know all the... I mean, but there was like a... See, that's what I didn't get, because there was a 1989 tour. I don't really understand the ins and outs of uh, Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. but I do know that I was like, okay, I feel like I've gotten my money's worth after two hours. Can we wrap it up? And I think I was a little cranky because I had been drinking and then stopped drinking. Sounds like you're a tag, you're a tag cranky about it even now. I was mm-hmm. because I was just, it, I did a, a lot of the songs I didn't know also. Like I only know the big hits. So I was just like, oh man, this is going on forever. The sing-along ones you weren't really knowing what was right. going on. But it was it was a fun way to to wrap up a nice Thanksgiving. Now my wife and I actually had an argument about Taylor Swift about a week ago. Okay. Can <laughs> I help in any way? Yeah, you can back me up here because apparently she was in like Venezuela or Puerto Rico or some country south of Texas. Mm-hmm. All right. Right. And there was something to do with water and people were passing out. And my wife was telling me about this story as if it mattered to anyone in the room. And I looked at her and I looked her dead in the eye and I said, hey, I don't care. Well, that's probably how she feels when you talk about the Browns. That's fine. And guess what? She looks at me dead in the eye and says, hey, I don't care. Now, much like her. What what is she allowed to talk about then? What are her approved topics that your wife is allowed to talk about? The Browns. Okay. The Buckeyes. All right. And food, probably. No, I don't care about her food opinions. (laughs) No. Because she's wrong on all of them. So, you know, that's about it. And we just kind of exchanged glances and said, look, uh, I don't care about a concert down in Guadalajara, whatever the hell. Well, I think good. someone I think someone died at one of her concerts or something like that. I, that's terrible. Not me. Right. I just cuz she was like trying to explain to me like they're not allowed to bring water into the the facility or something. I but, I don't care. <laughs> like what, what 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 are we doing here? What where in where in our relationship did I go wrong? So what is there a band that she would or a band or a musician she she would be allowed to talk about? What if it happened at a Jelly Roll concert? No, she can talk about whoever she wants. It's just the fact if she wants me to volley back. Oh, she's got to be something you're interested in. Oh, I'm, what do right. you want me to say? Oh, damn, that's a shame. I, I, I that's don't know probably what that's probably what anybody with a heart would say. Mm-hmm. Someone who wouldn't make fun of their co-host for their dad passing away. Well, hey, no, you started it today. Don't even, don't no. even. You started it today. Tom texted in. Speaking of Buckeyes, what? Now, I, you know that might be a positive text. It better be. It better be. Because I it's just that's that's fine. I, I I'm already bracing for today. That boob of a boss of ours. Don't you dare say that about JD. He is a saint. He's gonna come in here, he's gonna be wearing some stupid t shirt with his stupid face and he, his stupid smile. He told me he our boss texted me and said, I'm not gonna text Wood. I'm gonna be the bigger man. I know for a fact you're the third person he has texted about me this weekend because people <laughs> keep talking, will text me and say, Hey, JD's talking trash. Well, the funny thing is, I don't even he knows I don't care, mm-hmm. but he knows that I get a little enjoyment out of seeing you suffer. Of my pain. Yeah. Out of my pain. By the way, we, are we going to bring up the lunch we went to last week? What about it? We went to a lunch, you, me, JD, and Brian Riley. Yes. And it was literally nothing but you guys sitting around a table telling me how much you are excited that I'm leaving. It's all jealous. We're just jealous of you. You get to move to warm weather, and we got to go through winter. It was 60 degrees yesterday. Though. Yeah. <sighs> and, and I'm going to tell you something right now. Let's get this out in the open right now. On those cold winter mornings, you don't want to hear. If you pop on, t- you're, you're getting you're getting cut off. And and I'm gonna say, <laughs> I don't want Wood to be paid today. He didn't contribute a damn thing this morning. Yeah, there's a dollar to the company bottom line. That's right. We're gonna save some money those mornings. You're like, oh yeah, it's eighty here. Yeah, I had to chisel Oof. ice off my car. Yeah, I, well, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And you know what? I won't do that to you. Unlike you today, as I walked in here looking to turn my life around and begin a new chapter. You spat in my face. I will never do that to you. Can I say another thing about our lunch? I don't know what was worse. You talking about how you could strangle a giraffe. Absolutely. Or me trying to explain how flat earthers do have some valid point. It was that. <laughs> it was that. I am not a flat earther, but I was like, some of their experiments make sense. My favorite part is we had a coworker from our sister station, KNSI across the hall, was standing there. 
And as you were going on, he just turned to me and goes, I, I got to get away from him. And just walked <laughs> off. I wasn't going on and on. And I wish he had taken me with him. You guys you guys called me a flat earther in front of everybody. And I was like, I'm not a flat earther. I've just said some of their experiments make sense. <laughs> you can't say that part. You're fine with the first part. Leave it there. Some of their theories, some of their experiments make a lot of sense. Here, practice with me. I'm not a flat earther. I'm not a flat earther. But some of their see, you can't do it. It's like you can't. <laughs> you, you just can't let it go. You just gotta you gotta keep going because you're one of them. No, I'm not. Samantha texting in. Did I miss something? Woods leaving. No, he's not leaving. Well, technically he's leaving, but he'll yes. still be here. Unless those mornings when he's trying to rub it in, how nice the weather is there and bad here, then he will be not a part of the show that day. I did get a house over the weekend and it does have a closet that we're going to turn into my studio. Awesome. I will be broadcasting from a closet every morning. Really happy for you. Well, All right. <laughs> I'm starting to believe you're not. <laughs> really excited for you, Wood. Really excited. Anyway. All right. All right. I mean, we are back, locked, ready to go until the Kelly and Wood Christmas party. Right, which is about what? Two, a little over two weeks away, two and a half weeks away. So we better buckle up and get busy. Okay. We should maybe actually put some work into it. I've got a crazy busy couple of days here. I mean, A, I've got a bunch of house stuff. i got to go pick up my uh, gown for graduation. Um, you're, you're walking. Yes. December 15th, the day that's, after the Killingwood Christmas party. That's awesome, man. I, I am actually kind of excited for that, but I, I, I don't want to spend a lot of money on it. Right. Like, I'm going to even be like, hey, do you... Do you have a you? Do you have one I can rent? <laughs> you know, I mean, is that not something you can rent? I don't know. But I don't, I'm trying to think. When I graduated from high school, didn't you just like? Didn't you rent that? I don't. I, I think didn't buy it. Those, I think it was one of those things you bought and you got like with your Justin's ring. <laughs> it's all like a two for one deal type. That's deal. funny. My ex girlfriend just recently sent my class ring to my mom. Like you know, I gave it the, my, wow. my high my high school girlfriend, like, who I you know gave my ring to or whatever. She just recently sent it back to my mom. Isn't that crazy? Who keeps that for that long? It was, I'm sure it was in a drawer or something somewhere or, you know. The wound was not tender? In, in her hope chest. <laughs> Just hoping I would come back one day. What the hell is it, Kelly? Oh! <laughs> you didn't get it back when you broke up? No. It was an ugly breakup, dude. Not, I, don't even want, I don't even want to talk about it. And it was me. It was all me. Does the breakup happen after high school, though? Yes. Okay. So I was wondering, like, you're not going to chemistry and be like, hey, <laughs> Susie, where's my ring? She's over. Yeah. And no. then she gives you the letter jacket. Wow. Because I didn't see her. From the time we broke up, I have never seen her since. Not <laughs> once. So there was really no opportunity. And I'm sure maybe she was moving or something. And, ah, there's Kelly's ring. Maybe he'd want it back. And honestly, I can't believe she knew your mom's address. I think she maybe still talks to people in my family. I don't know what's going on. She, uh, honestly, there's a, there's some questions there. She's the one that my family got like a recipe from after we broke up, and I I went ballistic about it. I was so angry that my family was still talking to her. And they've stayed in touch. They, they might have. Certain members, I, I don't know. Dude, and through social media, I mean, how hard is it to find somebody and, you know. I guess that's true. Either way. So, you know, now maybe I'll give it to my wife. <laughs> Here you go, Bree. Want to go steady? <laughs> My class ring? No, Mr. Kelly, thank you, but no, it's not very nice. I don't even. I don't even think that ring was that much. I think it was like two hundred bucks or something like I that. I think that was like the going rate for yeah. the, for rings. I never. I didn't get a high school ring. I didn't want a ring. Right. And even, so like, you know, obviously graduating college here, my dad's like, hey, do you want a ring? Because yeah. my dad really wanted like a college ring. He still wears his to this day. Yeah. And I said, I, I don't, I'm not a ring person. You're not a jewelry guy. I am not. I have a fantastic watch my father like gave me from my grandfather. I don't wear that. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm worried about breaking it or losing it. I just don't like wearing jewelry. Right. So, no, I'm out on the rings. I'm not a jewelry guy either. No. You, you and I are just two men. That's right. Salt of the earth. Although I saw, I saw that boys are starting to wear earrings again. Like that went kind of out of style and now it's kind of back in. I can put my earrings back in. Pop it in. Yeah, why not? And I've noticed some of like the dangler, the better. Yeah, that's that's weird to me because that was like, an, that, that didn't even look cool when it was cool. And now like they're wearing like the 80s big cross dangly earrings. The George Michael, yeah. you know. <laughs> Gotta have faith. Hey, everything's cyclical. Now, can I bring up another thing? Please. So, you know. Agreed to buy a house over the weekend. Yep. My kids, I told them, like, hey, what about a Christmas present this year? We kind of go all out and decorate your rooms however you want to decorate them. Mm -hmm. They're very excited about that. Right. Now, I do not like online shopping. I don't either. You know, like Amazon and all that. I'm a brick and mortar guy. I'm with you. I, I like to go and see what I'm buying. But I say that outside of Hot Topic, 
I don't know where you go to buy posters anymore. Jeez, I don't even know. And no offense to Hot Topic. Yeah, if you want a poster of murder. Or, or the four girls in the back of a truck in thongs yeah. bent over. And it I don't says, even know if they have that. Well, I was just actually in Hot Topic like two days ago. And? I didn't see that, but it is very gothic in there. What, what were you doing in there? My daughter likes to shop there. Okay. All right. So, so that's a good answer. <laughs> Kelly just walks in. I'm just <laughs> hanging out. I, I applied for a job. Oh, uh, do you have a t-shirt that says, um, my dad didn't hug me enough? <laughs> no, but the thing is, you don't really know where to go to buy posters. Right. So I'm like, all right, let's go online. And this website keeps popping up. And it has been all over my social media for probably four months. Timu? Oh, yeah. My wife uses Timo. She lot. does? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I'm sure China has all of our information now. Well, so here's the question. There was some Monopoly like graffiti poster that I actually really liked. Right. And I wanted to get like a framed version of it. But it was like $150. That's expensive for anything on Timu. Well, no, 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 no. This is like reputable sites. Oh, okay. And it was like 150 bucks, and I really wanted it, but I thought to myself, I was like, there's no way. I got all these costs piling up. I can't spend 150 bucks on a Poster, yeah. That I'll look at about six times and go, that's really great, and walk by it the rest of my life. Timu has it. Honest to God, dude, it was like three dollars and eighteen cents. Yeah, it's I don't I don't trust Timu because of that. And that's it for me. Well, you know the old saying that if you're getting something for free, that means you're the product. I I feel like something's gonna come out about Timu at some point. We're gonna be like, oh my god, we all were using it and now, you know, we're, we're slaves to China or something. When China takes over America, we'll have to work for them or something. I don't know what's going to happen. See, even my even my my son was walking by, because, you know, we're looking at fo- posters and everything, and he goes, oh, don't buy anything electronic off Timu. You're nine years old. What do you know? He said something about, like, they have, like, an ability to put things into electronic stuff. Now, for all I know, he's just reading my, you know, my dad's Facebook posts. Yeah, it sounds like your son might be a flat earther. <laughs> no, that's just you. <laughs> and it, it just kind of gave me pause because you know the old saying: if it sounds too good to be true, yeah, it's it is. And I'm worried that I'm going to spend this money, ship it over from whatever godforsaken corner of the world it's coming from. Yeah, it's coming from China, and it's going to look as if it was painted by my child. Well, that's the that's the weird thing about Timu. Is when you get things, they're not like, I got a pair of sunglasses off of Timu. Before I even really knew what it was, I was just buying a pair of sunglasses before like it blew up so much. And they're, fi- I still have them. They didn't break or like they're fine. Did they look like you bought what you purchased? A hundred percent. My wife got a pair of shoes off of there that and they're cheap as hell, but she just wanted something that she could get dirty. Right. And they, and they, they're fine. I don't know how it works, dude. I don't trust it at all. Now, about 10 years ago, I was. Thin on cash, right? Right, right? And I found some website where you could order like jewelry straight from China and it looked nice in the picture and I ordered it. Right. And I'm telling you, if you would have got this in the bottom of a Cracker Jack box, you would have been pissed because it was so <laughs> poorly made. And that's what it, and that's what I, I, I'm like, I'm scared to death to order anything outside the country. And honestly, like that Christmas yeah. that I ordered all that stuff was when I said, I'm not doing this online stuff anymore. Right. I've got to see what I'm buying. Touch and feel. There's some, when I first started my DJ business, I, I wanted some uplights, but uplights are expensive. What's up, dog? So I bought, yeah, so I bought some <laughs> Chinese ones. They were just like, and they were even called like China or something. I think the brand name was like China. Yeah. <laughs> and those things were so dangerous. I was like, they would smoke all the time. Ooh. So I would like, I, I, I would, but I needed uplights just if people wanted them, but man, they would make me nervous. That remi- Remember when that owl hit my truck? Yes. And I had to buy headlights and I bought a set of Dodge Ram headlights from China and I got them for like 200 bucks. <laughs> and let me tell you, I could have seen further <laughs> if I had held a candle out the window then those headlights shone. I, I've Jason, my wife gets delivered packages every day from Timu. Well, then, Jason, you tell us. what. It, there's something going on there. Right. Is it quality crap? I, I don't know. And here's the other thing. My kids aren't up yet. I can be honest with you. Yeah. 
they break all their crap anyways. Well, I know that's. So what? Maybe am I better off just buying them this junk that'll snap in eight minutes versus buying them good American-made <laughs> stuff that'll break in fifteen? It's, it's not a it's not a bad theory, my friend. I just I don't trust these websites because, like you said, I feel like there's something sinister with all this, and that's what sucks about everything now, right? Right. Anything that is like, oh, this is a good deal. You think you. Is it? Like, they're going to get me over a barrel at some point here. Right. What am I signing up? Like, if I click this agree thing, all of a sudden, I swear (laughs) allegiance to the Communist Party. That's what I'm saying, dude. Watch yourself. (sighs) Show up knocking at your door. Yeah. Hello. You (laughs) signed this. Time to go to the gulag. Uh, Mary texted in, Timu is awesome. Order from there all the time. All my stuff has been great. It's awesome now until you find out what's wrong with it. That's that. It's like me. It's just like I'm not sending in my DNA to the internet. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't want to use Timu. They, they can steal my wife's identity. We have separate bank accounts anyway. They can take her identity. <laughs> <laughs> mine, uh, mine, I'm keeping safe. Uh, Jason texted in. He's the one whose wife who says gets it all the time. He says some of his stuff is quality. Electronics, new. No. Yeah. Okay. I learned that with those uplights. Well, and like golf clubs were a massive business, like counterfeit golf clubs yeah. that even get sold at like high-end golf shops because they're really good counterfeits. Oh, wow. And then all of a sudden, you know, the shaft breaks and you're like, yeah. oh, wait, this thing sucks. Well, I don't know what I have no answers for you on Timo. Well, I'm glad I got a couple texts in on yeah, it because I they, guarantee you everyone's looking to save money this Christmas. Well, you know China's listening right now. They, they probably, as soon as they heard Timo, they started listening. Hey, listen up. President Xi or whatever it is, go to hell. USA all the way, baby. On that note. Oh, they're totally going to execute me first. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And they'll just play back that clip and be like, remember that? Like, ah, dang it. Uh, Wood, it was on this day all the way back in 1826. (laughs) Chemist John Walker invented the friction match in England. Okay. Before then, I don't know what they were. You must Flintstone or whatever it's called. Carry around Zippos, probably. Well, no, I'm pretty sure that. The match was invented before the lighter. No way. Dude, come on. You can't be serious. The lighter has it all. Like, it has fuel in it. I mean, the only thing you really need was a spark. This seems a lot more intricate of creating, like, some dry formaldehyde or whatever. When was the lighter invented? Okay, you're right. It was around before the match. But, you you know, I mean, you're carrying around, like, oil and stuff. I guess. Yeah, you're right. To me, it it seemed like the match would come before the lighter. Plus, think about that. Way back in the day, how integral... Carrying fire around must have been. Oh, man, necessary. Well, like when you came home, you had to light candles and things like that, and yeah. the, the hearth, get it all going. <laughs> yeah. Hey, take it for granted now. Uh, what it was on this day, all the way back in 1924. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Welcome to Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade birthday. 1924, New York's uh, city's Macy's department store held its first Thanksgiving Day parade down the two-mile stretch of Broadway. Did you watch it this year? I did, actually. I was up early on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's on. It's it's essentially a three-hour commercial. Like, everything on there is just a commercial. Well, in my, even, it's because I don't like them. I don't like parades, whatever. But my wife likes it, and she kind of had it on. And she even told me this year, she goes, this isn't it anymore. It's all like promos for... That's what I'm saying. It's all commercials. Well, That's all it is. And they talk about like the TV shows that are on the channel a yeah. lot. And then, they'll, oh, here's a star from this show that's on Wednesday nights. <laughs> yeah. And you don't get to see any of like the marching bands very right. much. And that's, it's like not a parade anymore. I 100% agree with your wife on that one. Now, here's the deal. You know how many years that the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade didn't happen? I'm going to say like, I'll say five. It's okay. only one. There's only one year they didn't do a parade. COVID. It was because of World War. Oh shoot! World War Two. Two. Yeah, World okay. War Two. That's. It, I was guessing that there was a couple years because of World War Two. Yeah, they didn't do it because of World War Two. And then uh, in 1952 is when CBS began showing it on TV. Okay. It was. It was. Fun. I, I don't know. It's just a tradition to have it on in the background. But it's a nice thing to have on because it, it makes everything kind of feel festive Thanksgiving then, morning. But then they'll do cutaways and it's just another commercial of like, oh, here I got this off of Timu. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's breaking. Oh. <laughs> uh, it was on this day, man. This was such a big day in my life in 2013. Wow. Elsa, you look different. It's a good difference. And this place, 
That's amazing. Frozen was released in theaters on this day in 2013. My daughter was obsessed with that movie. I think everyone's daughter was at some point in time. Now she's embarrassed. Like we were putting up the Christmas tree and she has an Anna and Elsa ornaments, like a little ornaments we got her. She's like, I don't want to put those on the tree. I'm like, don't run away from your past. <laughs> Get back. <laughs> well, she's in that age too. I know. I'm like, stay young forever. Please. We got to rebel against it. Well, I mean, and it seems as if Disney movies aren't the gigantic show-stopping uh, yeah. moments that they used to be. Yeah, there's even one out now called like Wish or something like that. It did poorly. It wasn't even like the top five, I don't think, over the weekend. Yeah, and it, I, so I don't know if maybe we've gotten too many of them, kind of like the Star Wars, you know, like the Star Wars came back that was such a big deal, then all of a sudden you started getting everything and it's that's, just too much. That's how I feel. I feel like it just got oversaturated. And then like, you know, the, ah, it got political in some of them too, and it just, ah. And see, may, I was chalking part of it up to maybe my kids just getting a little bit older. You know, they'd rather play Fortnite and things like that. But Yeah, but if you look, they're not doing well at all. Mm. Uh, let's do some birthdays real quick. I'm Come only on. doing this one because you and I were big fans of this show. Celebrating a birthday. I feel right at home. ASMD. Can I do that? <laughs> Jaleel White, a.k.a. Steve Urkel. You know, looking back, you know who sucked on that show? Who? Laura. Because why? Because she let him on like that? Well, not only that, she played with poor Urkel's heart. And then when he turned into Stefan. Then it was, yeah. Well, he and, was so smooth. Man. Wow. But still, that's the same fella. That's the same guy. Yeah. And he was a good looking SOB. Oh, man. He, those suits. But, and then a boom, goes back to Urkel. She wants nothing to do with him. I, to be quite honest with you, there's a life lesson in there. Well, I'm sure there is. Well, how old is Jaleel White? If you don't want me in my Urkel, you don't deserve me in my Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be, I'm going to say he's like 51. He's only 47. Wow. That hasn't really gotten much work since Family Matters. Well, that, that, that dude got typecast. Yeah. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today. Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill Nye. This show reminds me when I delivered pizza for Zippy's Pizza, because it would always be on when I got to work. Yeah? As I was folding boxes, getting ready for the big show, the dance. This reminds me of my one science teacher, who I'm pretty sure played us Bill Nye every time he had a hangover. (laughs) Because it was like, every Monday's like, yeah, let's just, we're going to Bill Nye today. And there's another guy who let politics get to his head. Oh, yeah, I know. He used to be like a lovable, oh my gosh, there's Bill Nye. And then all of a sudden he got into politics and he hated people and stuff. I was like, dude. Neil deGrasse Tyson is going down that road, too. Yeah. It's like, it's just, man, you don't always have to bring politics into everything. It's science, for God's sake. Just have some fun. But Bill Nye, I have no idea. Old. I'm going to say he's 71. Uh, Bill Nye, whoops, I closed it out. Bill Nye, <laughs> I know this off the top of my head, is the ripe old age oh! of oh, 68. Really? Today. Yep. Uh, but I'm just, all, it's coming back from the vacation. Yeah, if you're a little rusty, that's fine. Shake it off, Wood.